betting the NFL, doing well, can't complain. So where'd you stay at, though? Cosmopolitan. That's a drink. It's also a fantastic hotel. <laughs> yeah, I went there for uh, SummerSlam. They did the event out there at the Legion Stadium. Okay. So that was a couple weekends back, and um, that shit was nerve-wracking. <laughs> Where'd you stay? Uh, we stayed at the Luxor. Oh, my. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> no. I mean, what is that? A, I, don't, I don't know. I've never been to Vegas I, as an adult. I, I, I've never, I've heard it's, I heard it's a shithole. I've never been there. I'm just saying that that's what I've heard. It's like, oh, the Luxor, you know, again, never stayed there. I don't know, but that's been the rumor on the campfire. But again, you can confirm or deny those. uh, I mean, it was fine to me because it was just like, I went and like I said, I've been to Vegas twice. Well, three times already, but I was never an adult when I went. So the first two times I went, that's just where. Our plane landed because I was going to visit my sister and them in California. So they came pick us up in Vegas. We went to like Wet and Wild and did kid shit. You know? Sure. And then um, the second time that I technically went as an adult is I graduated from a boot camp in San Diego. So my parents, Seal Beach. Say what? Seal Seal Beach. No, um, Marine Corps uh, MCRD San Diego. Oh, okay, I just know that my my brother my brother's best friend is in the is in the Navy and he's down in Seal Beach. But okay, never mind. Sorry, go ahead. So my parents drove from Lake Charles, Louisiana, all the way to fucking San Diego, California, and then we drove back and they wanted to stop in Vegas. So I was eighteen, so I couldn't Oof. do none of the fun shit. So I had to sit in the car for a little while with my pregnant ex wife at the time. <laughs> At 18, you're married with a pregnant ex-wife? Well, she was my wife at the time, but she's my ex-wife now. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, you were married yeah. at 18. I'm fucking stuck on that. Yeah. Cause I got God damn. Because I knocked her up. I did that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess you did that. <laughs> then I'm, from the, I'm from the South. So it's like, you knock her up, you got to murder. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess abortion's not uh, not in the wheelhouse down there, huh? I know. I mean, it was a plant pregnancy because. It oh, was OK. Like, then never mind. You know, when you're in the uh, euphor- euphoria of the moment, you're like, ah, have my baby. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, I say it was planned. <laughs> wow. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fathom having a fucking kid at 18. I mean, shit, I don't have a kid till I was into the math. 38. OK, so. Yeah. I was 31. I had my first, my, my, well, my only kid. So I, I, I got all my shit out. I, I think. <laughs> well, see, yeah, it, it worked in reverse for me, but like I grew up in that environment. So it was like something that I knew I wanted as a kid. And then, you know, being a kid making dumb decisions, you know, I wind up having a kid, you know, I mean, right. I'm not saying I'm not regretting it, but it was just like, I, I was going to do it anyway, but it was ahead of schedule. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I wanted to wait until I had money, and I and I you know used all my youth to go out and do dumb shit. You yeah. know that's why I, that's why I, I waited to wait because again I wanted to well, say yeah. all right I don't need to go out and get fucked up you know five nights or whatever out of the week. I'm done yeah. with that now. I can have a kid and not have to worry about those urges yeah. anymore. But you know how young and impressionable kids are. And like I said, that was my family dynamic. My father was retired military. My brothers was military. 
you know, a lot of the family was military. I would visit them. I would hang with them. I would stay with them. And I seen the lifestyle and I was like, oh man, I got to do the same thing because they're going to give me some money. They're going to give me a free house. You know, I can take my family all over the world. You know, I was, I was, you know, just indoctrinated in that world. So when it, I fuck around, I got her pregnant. I was like, well, I guess I can start the dream early. Right. <laughs> so I got a, I knocked her up and then I, I joined the military then we got married. Then 9-11 happened. And I was like, fuck. I thought I was gonna get this free money. Go to college and do some <laughs> some some fly shit, you know? And then uh I thought I was gonna die because I was gonna because I was going to Iraq. And I was like, uh, let me knock you up again so I can get a boy and we should be good. <laughs> Did it pan out? Yeah. So I got a my oldest is a girl and my my middle child is a boy. So it worked out. <laughs> well, good for you. What a happy end. That's like almost almost like a Disney tale. Oh, well, in the making, yes. But uh, you know, that marriage didn't pan out. So You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. So here I am on my second marriage with my third child with her. And uh we would be empty nesters right now if we hadn't squeezed that one out. <laughs> Oh my god! Because the uh, the boy just graduated this year, my daughter graduated the year prior, so the older two are out of the house already. It's just me, her, and the little one. <laughs> oh wow! That's, so we would have uh, had, had we would have been this would have been a no fly zone, no babies up in here, no nothing. We've been walking around butt naked doing all kinds of things. Yeah, butt sex on a dining room table every day for breakfast. Shit! I mean, you you, you say that with a lot of confidence and conviction, like like this is the norm or something for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing gets panties wetter, I guess, than, no, than not, not having paid college tuition or at least having not having a kid in the house. So oh, yeah. Then like, even now, like my wife uh, had to have a hysterectomy and shit. So it's just like, I know for sure that nothing's getting in there now. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I hope you record because these are all gems. Oh, I've, I've been recording. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm not going to make that mistake ever again. Well, fingers crossed, knock on wood, because I had a great interview with somebody that I wanted to get on the show for a long time. And we just, you know, just kind of like how we did. We just started and we was just like, yeah, man, it's cool conversation. I looked up about 45 minutes in. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that happened to us on our podcast once. And I realized that at the very end, I go, and thank God she's a repeat guest. And I go, oh my God, Joanne, I completely fucked up. And she was totally cool. So we, you know, we just did the same show five days later. And uh, she yeah. was, uh, she's, you know, that was awesome of her. Yeah, I, I think I lost only one uh, guest like that. I got him on. We had a great conversation. And I was like, oh man, this shit didn't record. And art. I don't even think it was a, a factor that I didn't record. I think it was just like the file got corrupted or some shit. And it didn't save. So I was just like, hey, can I get you on again? And like, that was four years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> let's recreate that moment of beauty if best, best as possible. And remember, we were talking about bourbon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, since y'all did the thing again, you know, a couple of days later, I mean, did it feel like forced to you? Because I've had that instance to where like oh shit we didn't record uh let, let's start now and then i'm like 
we remember we remembered some of the funny parts and i just made it organically go down that road and and everybody was spot on and and, and recreating everything that was said that was funny so no it wasn't for it. no no there's no one out there like fan wise was like that wasn't real or whatever or something like that so yeah um okay yeah, yeah we, I, we played it off I, I feel awkward when i do stuff like that because it's just like i want to reference the stuff that we already talked about i was like but they don't know what we're talking about it's funny but you know just for the fuck of it we're gonna do the intro and uh introduce you because i'll Please. probably leave all i'll leave all this in anyway so here we go you are now listening to random rambling Anthem, you're ready for some random shit from Rob. Now everybody stand up and lift your arms. Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars. Go piss on Mars. What? It's so random, it's all gravy. The podcast is Rob's yeah, go crazy. Yup. And all kind of shit like that. That's what Rob says when he runs off track. Fun fact, tuck that in your brain. Fuck that nutsacks, we act insane. In the fast lane, still smooth like butter. Rob, dude, you cool ass brother. Motherfucker. You might hear that about every other word, but who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random, what's happening? I'm babbling. So much you can't handle me, chattering teeth. Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat. Don't laugh when I speak, cause really, we're just some idiots. I ain't talking about a little bit, I'm talking fully illiterate. Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body. Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party. Like it's a part of your life, we party all night. Blackout, that's how we party it right. Hit the Walmart, cause we bored as shit. Instagram and upload the video. <laughs> look at look at Rob hanging out in the Walmart for no reason. Just Instagramming, he got his phone out, walking around looking at himself like, hey, look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, random. but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking random freaking ramblings. 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 Random ramblings. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener or viewer, if you're watching, uh, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you recommended you to me, go ahead and give them a crisp high five. But if you want to be social <laughs> cautious and on you worry about COVID and all these other things going on, you don't want to make the skin-to-skin contact, go ahead and pick up your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rambles with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at the 3R Show, uh, YouTube, you can see this video for this interview, uh, Twitch, Facebook Gaming, just look for 3R Show. And for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can find on randomrob.com. Hey, don't forget the motherfucking sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code, you guessed it, random. So, yeah, do all that shit that I just said in a very rapid pace. <laughs> but joining me on this special occasion, I, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm honored I wish uh, Kevin number two was here. I don't. I forgot which one of y'all was oldest, but he's not here, so he's Kevin number two. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, joining me from the gutting, and I got my direction right. Usually I point the wrong way. The Sacred Cow Podcast. We got Kevin Goatee. How are you, sir? Rob, it's been a spell, a minute, whatever you want to call it. It's been too goddamn long by my account. How you been mm-hmm. doing, buddy? I, I've been doing things. I mean, <laughs> you, you kind of got wind of it already. Yep. It's uh, 100 freaking episodes. I got to bang my desk on that because. That's oh, what- I love the emphasis on the 100. Yes. 100 episodes of gutting the sacred cow. We are uh, insanely proud of this podcast and we've done a monster job. I say we're the best movie podcast there is out there. No one is doing what we're doing just for the audience. I'll break it down for you real fast. If you'd be so kind. The story is this. We invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate. But here's a twist. The film has to meet one of these criteria. Widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So you can't come on and go, oh, yeah, Friday the 13th Part 8. That's a real piece of shit. Yeah, no kidding. We know it stinks. <laughs> so we would have the balls to try and take an unpopular stance on a popular or, or a successful or, or an acclaimed mm-hmm. film. And, and give you the hill to try and die on and defend it. Now, the question is, do we agree with you? Do we go, eh, it's all right. Or do we say, no, you're a fucking moron. This film is perfect or you're, and you're just stupid. Yeah. Do we? You find out. And I think for this week's episode, I don't know if this is going to air, but our 100th episode happens to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. Ooh. Mike Burns from, uh, from Slapstick. It's a website, comedy website has the audacity to come on our show and say, it stinks. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, no good. And then we also did, as a celebration for our 100th, we're going to tape two episodes with fans. We're inviting the fan. We invited two fans based on their pitch and their movie selection to come on our podcast and see, because they're always like, oh, I could come on and do it. Yeah, you think it's that fucking easy? Because we are are experts at knocking people's uh, dicks down if we don't like what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I sound like such a pompous asshole, but whatever. <laughs> yes, we're we're good at that. And you know, people are like, oh, I'm good enough to do it. Okay, well, here you go. Here's your chance. And we did it. And we allowed uh, some well, the audience submitted a bunch of uh, their pitches, and we have chosen two fil- two people, and they have chosen their films are ready, ready, Commando, ooh, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh shit! I was just. I was just looking at that upstairs. I was thinking about introducing that film series to my my younger child. And uh hmm. <laughs> I'd say it's time. I mean, how old is the uh the lad? She is she. 11 years old. Oh my god, she's way buddy. I saw Last Crusade in the theater when I was 12. I mean, what's taking yeah. so long? I've seen I had all the Indiana Jones on VHS by that point, man. You should definitely yeah throw those first three to her not the fourth one the fourth one is yeah. an abortion well yeah because like that's what i've been doing here lately since like because the older kids are out of the house she was like you know real close with my son the you know the middle child or whatever they they was inseparable so you know they had their own brand of you know theater that they like to watch so i just kind of let them run with it but now since all the older kids are gone you know, I'm the linchpin now. It's like I'm the one that she's, you know, stuck at the hip with, you know, hence why I got plush animals in my office <laughs> right now. So it's just like I've been just, you know, putting in the time and watching movies with her and introducing her to like Robin Hood men in tights. <laughs> okay. 
And um, I think what's what else we just watched? Um, we watched the thing, the original one. Kurt Russell, we, John Carpenter, I got gotcha. you. And then we watched the the remake, which is actually a prequel to the John Carpenter one. Never, I I don't I didn't see that one. I didn't think the thing was all that. I really be honest, didn't think it was that fantastic because everybody made it out to be. Yeah. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, going back and watching it now, it was just like my opinion on it has changed because I I before watching it with her, I loved it. But watching it now with her, it was just like, (laughs) it kind of took a little bit of the mystique away from me because my child is born in the age of like, they know damn near everything. So we watching the original, the John Carpenter joint, and you know, that's like real practical effects. So Mm -hmm. we're watching it and the dog is turning into the thing with the tentacles and stuff. She's like, whoa, that that is good special effects. And I'm like... I thought this shit was real when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, like I had, I had some, I was kind of scared, you know, but she just like, Oh, I wonder how they did the effects and you know, how they did this and all this stuff. So I, I'm purposefully picking movies like that because I feel like, you know, that's an interest of hers. Like she might wind up wanting to do special effects makeup or some crazy shit like that. So I'm going around trying to pick, older movies like that and you know movies and the like to kind of you know get the creative juices flowing <laughs> right gotcha that's i've uh i i took my daughter last year when they re-released empire for the 40th anniversary i took her to that and she uh, she was pretty good with that mm-hmm. yeah she likes all of them because that was the you know with my son that was his stuff that he liked he liked star wars and all the harry potter joints and everything so she watched all that with him so now I'm trying to introduce her to a whole nother line of film and everything, older comedies and everything, because they made the reference at the end of uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights about Blazing Saddles. Right. And she was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, 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 oh you're in for a treat. And I'm looking on the movie shelf like uh, right here. We'll, we'll, we'll catch that next time. Uh, yeah, that's that. I mean, 12, right? We're getting yeah. that's on the borderline of can you show that one to the kid yet or not? That's a I mean, close. from you know, and what's funny about Blazing Saddles itself, my wife, uh, what up until last year, yeah, last year or the year before, she hadn't seen Blazing Saddles before, so I introduced that film to her as well. <laughs> but uh, I guess it worked out, she's still with you, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, freaking Sunday was our 13-year anniversary. Look at you, you two lovebirds. So, yeah, lucky 13. (laughs) Congrats. Appreciate it. And let me log out of this goddamn Discord because everybody want to send the messages and all kinds of stuff. Put on messages. Let's see see if the audience uh, loves me or hates me or is just quite ambivalent. We're we're not live. We're just doing this. Oh. It's, it's contained. We could have did that though. If you was down, I could have just pressed the live button. We could. Oh, we're not do it. Press it. Let's see what happens. Oh shit! I don't know how how that would work now. Oh, never mind then. But fuck it. I don't <laughs> want to fuck nothing up. <laughs> but here we are at 100 episodes for your show. Um, yes, sir. Thinking back to episode one when y'all you know you you, you came together y'all wonder twins activate into the form of movie critics. Um, how do you, did you, did you foresee at episode one that you would be here at episode 100? 
I'm not surprised. No, I, I, I had no problem foreseeing that because I, I, I'm, I usually see shit through. Mm-hmm. And when I pitch this to people, they're like, that's a really fucking good idea. Like it wasn't people you tell the story about like, you know, with podcasts, everyone's done everything pretty much. Yeah. And when you have something that it's a, and this is what I've, I've written. I'm, I, I've created a few TV shows. I'm trying to get them sold to net, networks or OTT platforms. What I like to do is I like to take a create, you know, an established platform, established theme mm-hmm. and have an insanely unique twist to it. I did that with comics, bunch of comics. I did it with fantasy football, jibber jabber. With this, it's like, well, how many jerk-offs are out there now with movie podcast? A lot. And how many of them suck? A, a lot. lot. <laughs> it's it's like four dudes sitting around their, their table just drinking beers. No, Dude, no one knows who they are. No one gives a shit who they are. You, you have to be insanely hilarious or have a name or be a name to do that and hook them in. But a lot don't like, and I think we really, first of all, I know we have a great theme and I think we're, we're pretty darn funny being, you know, comics. Kevin's been a comic for over 20 years, me for 11 more. And it's just, you know, and it's a brand new theme. It's like the goal yeah. is to get people looking at their phone going, what? This yeah. asshole hates Ferris Bueller's day off. Mm-hmm. What? And then they go, I'm going to hate listen to this. And I knew we had something and I forgot what the number was. But I was pretty, you know, when we started for this first uh, back two years ago, October of 2019, I think it was like March of that following year of 20, where we had on our buddy, now now our buddy, David, the producer, mm-hmm. and he yeah. did the Goonies. And that is where people like, came out of the woodwork. Yeah, going, I what? He hates the fucking Goonies. And then it just kind of started like ratcheting up faster than I thought we would. And I like to think the pandemic was was a big help for that because it got yeah. it afforded me and uh, and Kevin. But more, I mean, I do a lot a lot of the work. It's my podcast. It's my stuff. So I do all the the, the grunt work. We had an apprentice to do work for us too. And that's knock all the back you know behind the scene bullshit work out during the pandemic. So people are go, oh, the pandemic sucked. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, I missed vacations. I miss other shit. Yeah. Ended up fucking offending my job. You know, not uh, about a year later, whatever. But at least I took that time and got a lot of shit done. And that's why I think, you know, for a podcast like us who've been out for two years, all that extra time I had because of the pandemic, I was able to utilize it and make hay while the sun shines and get shit going. So yeah, I know that's how I built this. There you see, there you go, man. You're a doer. You're not a talker. We're both doers. We're not talker. So yeah, I'm not really surprised that to make it to a hundred, especially and again, I, I, never at one point did I feel, oh, we're slipping. No, not at all. I felt mm-hmm. at the worst we were neutral, but more so gaining ground, gaining acceptance, gaining new fans, people shouting us yeah. out like this is a real good idea and getting some uh, even some higher level names in the podcast too. That that also helps. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. And the best news is that we can go another 100 easily because how many hundreds of thousands of films are out there? You know, oh but again, how many films are going to qualify? You know, but plenty, plenty. And of course, now that the pandemic's over and uh, and people are releasing new movies now again, these movies will be possibly classics or someone may say, hey, fuck it. I want to go try and gut the new Bond film or I want to try and gut the new Halloween film or the Sopranos film or whatever film they want to do. So, you know, we're never this is evergreen content, unlike some of my other podcasts I did. 
yeah. fantasy football jibber jabber. Once you listen to that episode, you're not going to go back two years later and go, hey, how did Kevin do week nine uh, in 2020 against the spread? You know, no one gives a shit. But with this, <laughs> you can go back at any time and go, hey, Forrest Gump, fuck that film. Let's see if this guy gets it right. Or holy yeah. shit, she did Pulp Fiction. Fuck her. We're, we're going to see how she could possibly hate it. And there we go. Word. So a <laughs> hundred episodes, a hundred films respectively, and a hundred more. So what is on your hit list right now that y'all have not covered that you want to get to? I, so the, 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 the guest picked the film. We don't pick the film. We don't tell the guest, Hey, you have to go do Shawshank. Nope. The guest, uh, because I don't want man, I don't want manufactured hatred. I want pure organic hatred. Yeah. If you listen to, I think it's episode four. Jeff Paul does spaceballs. My buddy Jeff Paul. Yeah. You hear the venom dripping from his voice. You hear the contempt, <laughs> the hatred. You hear his disdain for that movie. That is what we want. So, but to answer your question. I think films that are bulletproof, and there are some films I thought that were bulletproof that have not that have been picked. I thought Die Hard was bulletproof. Guess what? No. no. I thought The Matrix was bulletproof. Guess what? No. no. By the way, those two films done by the same guy, Don Jameson, oh. comic from that metal show, and he's an absolute sweetheart. And I mean that in the weirdest way possible of a dude, <laughs> nicest guy in the world. Love Don. Um, he's on compound media. I'll throw him a, a plug. He's a, he's a great dude. Um, Indiana Jones and the last crusade was done. Dark Knight rises was done, uh, but I think that's a sacred cow. I'm just trying to think of some other ones, but the ones I still think that will, no one's going to try and come at the, the, try and take a run at the castle are back to the future. Ooh, good fellas, naked gun airplane as well. I'll throw that in there. Shawshank. Let's get that out in the mix. Jaws. Um, L.A. Confidential. I mean, those are perfect films. We, I, but here's another one. A girl. Uh, uh, we had two gals, different gals. Come on. One did E.T. Ooh, okay. And wait, wait, wait. Here's the one that's gonna make you fucking angry. And the other one did Toy Story. The, the first I saw one? your face flinch. Yeah. The first. Oh. It doesn't. Listen, Rob. Doesn't matter. One through three are perfect films. She could have chosen yeah. two. She could have chosen three. We'd all be aghast with her choice. Yeah. She chose one. I mean, which it, is, by the way, the only film that I can recall that has a perfect one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Even yeah. Godfather Two, which or Godfather One, does not. Godfather I mean, Two was actually done as podcast too. Uh, not one, but two was done. So yeah. So like, even thinking about Toy Story 1, I haven't watched it in a long, long time. The only thing that I can really nitpick about it off the top of my head is just like uh, freaking just visually where the technology was then to compare to what it is now. You know, Guess what? Like, Guess what? I rewatched it maybe six months ago. It still fucking holds up. It's yeah. not as polished. It's not as polished, yeah, yeah. but it's still you're not like, ugh, gross. It's not yeah. as flawed as, you know. Uh, I mean, they all look like toys. Law, the lawnmower man, or something like that, with the, <laughs> with the VR. Remember that one? Yeah. Yes. But it's but 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 even if it's not a ten for today's technology, you could still mm -hmm. say seven or eight with ease. And the story is fucking flawless and perfect, yeah. and the characters are amazing and funny. It's it's a perfect film. I forget which film we watched. It was an older one, so you know the effects weren't of the time. 
were of the time when we watched it. And like I said, my kid, I felt like I was on one of your episodes or whatever. I'm watching one of my beloved classics, one of my beloved classics get ripped apart by my little kid and shit. She's just like, oh, those special effects are awful. Well, like, I'll tell you this. Whoa, 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 little yeah. one. <laughs> so the effects like look, some are dated. Even like Star Wars, it's still oh, like, yeah. okay, it's dated, but it doesn't look awful. You know what film effects are mind-blowingly awful? Ghostbusters. And yeah. mind you, mind you, Ghostbusters came out after Star Wars, after Empire, after Jedi, after the first two Star Trek films. So there's no excuse for it to be lackluster effects. I mean, they are awful. Yeah. I think the tide really turned um, around what it was, what, 98, 99, when Blade 1 in the first Matrix movie came out. That's when the tide started to turn as far as visual effects. Because you're, you're, you're missing a key one, and I'm very surprised you missed it. Oh, educate me. I'm sorry. Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, you fucking right. I'm, I'm a goddamn dummy. Yeah. I didn't say that. You're a smart man. Yeah. But yeah, no, if you want, and it's funny, I'm going to tie this into my show again. Fun, well, actually two things. One, we actually had a guy, Ray Goots, comic uh, in New York here. Good dude. He came on to do Jurassic Park. Now, we had another guy who was on who did the movies that made us, A.C. Rowe. Sorry. The, yeah. 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 I'm getting ahead of myself. We had A.C. Rowe on to do Wolf of Wall Street. He got mm-hmm. in touch with the guy who, who got on Netflix. You ever see the movies that made us and the toys that made us? I've heard of it, but I never it's watched great. it. He got that guy on the show, and it just so happens season three is coming out very soon. Uh, his name is Brian Volkweiss. Well, nice guy, too. Um, uh, the movies that made a season two just came out a month ago, and they had on Jurassic Park. The story, how the Jurassic Park effects came to be, are amazing. They were going to do like animatronic puppetry. Yeah. But then this one guy who was like this rebel. He doesn't look a computer nerd. He looks like a dude who's like a, a, a CrossFitter on steroids at a gym. There's this computer guy who was tinkering with the design that you saw in the film. And the rest of the, everybody was like, no, don't rock the boat. We're going to do with the animatronic stuff. They were building the models. You see it in the episode. Yeah. And what happened was he set up a monitor outside of the meeting where Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy were doing. They walk out of the meeting room and right there is playing the, the computer animation of the T-Rex. And she's like, what is this? He goes, this is what we could do for Jurassic Park now instead of the model. She goes, do that. So the, the head of the special effects department got insanely pissed off at this guy because he oh, went yeah. over his head. And uh, But that's the why, the reason why what we saw, what, what came out in Jurassic Park now is because of that. I thought that was an amazing, yeah. fun fact. Yeah, because they, they did a combination of the both, but it was a lot more CGI than... The, no, it was all CGI. It was, it was all, all of it, even like yeah, the they, part when they up in the damn tree and shit, and the damn brontosaurus come in, they blow the snot on. Oh, you thing. know what? I shouldn't spit. I shouldn't say with certainty. I thought I'm pretty sure that it's all CGI. I could be wrong. Maybe the brontosaurus is. Yeah, but I feel like like some like even the one that the was the tyrannosaurus that was sick and it she dug in the poop and the triceratops. Yeah, yeah, triceratops. Yep. So I thought like that one when he had his head on the stomach and everything. I thought that was like a a model, and then right. you know the, the close up shit, not the right damn on. big bitches running around and shit or whatever. <laughs> but you're right, Blade and and the Matrix, especially the Matrix. The Matrix was a was a game changer. I walked out of that movie going, I was in college, I was ready to graduate college. I think a month before I graduated, I go, holy shit, man, that is just changed the game 
bullet just, time was created obviously because of that. And shit, damn, I think I I don't know which one came first, but there was a video game called Max Payne that uh, had Max that Payne, I have it for I have it, and that came after The Matrix. Yes, oh, Max Payne 1, okay, 2, right. and 3. I've got them. Believe me, they're awesome. And yeah. they made an awful movie with Marky Mark. Oh, boy. I have it in the collection because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I hope you got it in the $5 bin at Best Buy. You, you're fucking right, and that's why I got it for <laughs> $5. <laughs> you know, because, like, I'm somewhat of a, a movie collector or whatever. You know, I got, like, damn near, what, what's my count? I got my. I don't want to give you any. I want to be accurate in my speak. But, well, you can give me a ballpark. I won't be uh, offended if you don't get it on the nose. But we have technology in my palm of my hand, and I have uh, seventeen hundred and fifty-seven movies. Good God! I mean, I'm they, a and film I know guy. You got you got that. me destroyed. I mean, if I counted all. And I gave away a ton of VHS tapes and even DVDs to my parents. I mean, the Blu-rays, the the, the digital stuff. Shit, I've got so I I think I have three copies. I, I've got a copy of the Matrix on DVD, a copy of a Blu-ray, and of course the digital. So it's like I have some films. I'm like, well, I've got to keep going up and up and up with the generations of it, you know. So yeah, well, but yeah, well, I, I don't have anywhere near 1700. I mean, I'd be shot if I had fuck 800 would be my best guess. So like with that, it's just like yeah, it sounds that's a big number to have like physical media. But I had a guy, Mike Went, on this show, and he does a, I don't know if they do it anymore. I haven't been getting any updates, but they had a, their own movie podcast called That Movie Show. And this dude has a full freaking room of cinema, like physical copies or whatever. And his is like maybe double mine. Wow. <laughs> so it, it's, it might even be higher than that from, I can, I can't remember the interview right off the top of my head, but he has way more than, cause I used to walk around this bitch amongst my peers thinking I was the kingfish. I was like, yeah, ain't nobody got many movies as me. And then he was like, I was like, how many movies you got, brother? And he's like, I got something, something thousand. I was like, Ooh. but here's the thing. You say you have <laughs> 1700. So let's just work with you. And the other guy, because this is just going to be in scale comparison. If you have 1700, you own a lot of shitty movies, just by oh, law. Yes. Principle. Like, oh, I try and keep my, like, listen, there are films that are guilty pleasures, but I'm sure you have films that you flat out fucking hate. And you're like, why did I buy that? Example, Max Payne. That's a glutton for punishment. How many times have you watched that? Like, I my, my collection, I think, is really, it, there's very little fat there. Like, mm -hmm. I've, I've at least rewatched it at least two times, I would think, all the films that I have. And again, sometimes I've, I've given away, but if you have that many, you've got a lot of films that fucking suck. Oh, yeah. And got the other guy too. I mean, I think that's just a more of a dick measuring contest, but it's like, yeah, but there's so much more fat on that bone than, 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 than good stuff. I mean, you can't like that many movies. That's insane. Yeah. That you have, if you do, you have a low barometer and well, whatever, but well, I see, think with that kind of numbers, man, there, you have a lot of shitty movies in there. You're like, why did I buy fast and the furious Tokyo drift? Ugh, gross. I, I, I have that. There you go. I, I, I just bought fast nine today. <laughs> why did you buy? I did. I didn't see it. I'm going to get it. You're going to laugh and I don't give a shit. I still get Netflix DVDs and here's why. Oh. I don't have to pay for. Uh, uh, I don't have to rent it. I you know I pay for it, but yeah. I don't have to go out and 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 rent it. You know, a la Blockbuster, obviously. But 
pay for a, a digital rental, which is, I don't know what they try and rent net for a new release like that. I don't know. And I get it immediately. If I just have it on streaming, like regular Netflix, I have to wait six months for that shit to hit. So yeah. I get the DVDs the day it drops on, you know, for, for sale, like you bought today. Fast nine. I got to know if you get it's coming in the mail tomorrow. That and spiral that last saw movie with Chris Rock. I'm like, I'm not paying 15 bucks to see either of these shits. I'm mildly curious. I bet they probably suck, but the only thing I'm going to lose is maybe an hour and 45 to two hours and 15 minutes of my time each, but I'm not going to waste money on that. Fuck that. And like uh, the freaking bulk of like the movies that I, I bought that I've acquired, it's because it was just like, oh, this shit ain't nothing but a dollar. Fuck it. Why not? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then it starts taking up space. You're like, eh. I said, it's impressive. I mean, the internet goes out. I can't use my digital shit. Bloop. Just plug right. it. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I, I still get Blu-rays for that exact reason. Like, mm-hmm. eh, And plus, it comes with the digital code. I have it anyway. Yeah. So, like, I don't even buy DVDs anymore because, I mean, well, I do technically because I buy a Blu-ray. It comes with a DVD and a digital code, you know? Or if, if you even go up to 4K, you buy the 4K, you get a Blu-ray and a digital code. So it's just like, well, well whatever. You just pay like a dollar or two more. Not bad, but, yeah. That's a lot of... I mean, I'd love, the, I'd love for you to do one of these days. And the next time I would come on, if you have me on, you would go, all right, I did a hard count. Of these 1,700, like 600 are fucking trash. Just oh. trash. Like... Howard the Duck, Leonard I, I Part Six, fucking uh, Friday the 13th, Jason Goes to Hell shit. You're like, yeah, I'm going to throw these bitches away, and that's it. I, I have all those movies you just named. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, like, Can I give you – I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a suggestion, Rob. This is one movie no one has seen. Rarely nobody has seen. And the few people I've spoken to that have seen, it's hilarious. It's called Brain Donors, starring John Turturro. I might have seen it. I just, I have to. It's a different version of Night at the Opera with Marx Brothers. It's fucking hysterical. I highly recommend that you watch it. It's. What about Brain Scan? I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. It's the. um, But Brain Donors is a comedy. It's it's a, it's a, this is a slapstick comedy. Uh, Brain Scan sounds like it's a horror film. It it, it is. It's in the, if you ever seen, um, it's in the vein of like, um, What's that movie? Uh, Wes Craven, uh, The Shocker. You ever seen that? I have not seen Shocker. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, so, look, I'm not a I'm not a horror guy. I mean, look, yeah. I, I've seen the basics. No I've seen the Nightmare. I mean, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets and shit yeah. like that. Um, the new Halloween film is going to be bonkers. The last one was oh, awesome. Yeah. Th- that it's great because you have Sopranos come out next week, and then Bond the following week, and then after that the uh, the halloween kills i'm like well holy shit i mean this year has been terrible for film it's been awful uh the ones that i, I liked and i gotta think a quiet place too i liked yes seen i like mortal Kombat. i thought it was yeah. good um well, that's a, that's a point of contingence right there i'm surprised somebody hadn't already hadn't come up to you be like hey kevin i want to wouldn't accept it pieces. yeah it wouldn't accept it that people will go oh, who gives a shit that's my goal again Back to, we want people to get angry when looking at that. People go, ah, Mortal Kombat, who fucking cares? But when Citizen Kane comes on, I go, how are you going to trash Citizen Kane? It won all these awards. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat would not be accepted. I, I have that film. Citizen Kane? I mean, I yeah. get I get why people have that. I've never seen it. I don't. But I have it because I went somewhere, and it was just sitting there, and it was like, you can have it. I was like, okay. 
I think it's still in the plastic too. Never open oh, that's, it. That's see, that's insulting. I always take the shit out of my plastic the minute I get home and whatnot. But um, but I can't think of anything else. What else did I see in the theater? Oh, I took my kid to go see the Paw Patrol movie <laughs> and something else. Um, but that doesn't count. I'm trying to think what else I saw in the theater. It's been a it's been very slow. Um, um, there's not been a lot coming out. Now, I, I won't see Black Widow. I'll wait for Shang Chi. I don't. I, I just don't give a shit about yeah. the third seen, and fourth. I've seen look. both of those. <laughs> I see. I've seen Shang Chi, Black Widow, Spiral, uh, the GI Joe movie. Oh, I saw that Snake Eyes. Boy, was that terrible. I hated yeah, it. it. Was and I was so angry with it. I thought, ah, they could do this right. Snake Eyes is a great character. Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole snake shit in the in the, in the ground to go. Oh, please, yeah, this the, is- it, it, it jumped. The the shark was like down here, and it was like, Woo. <laughs> I I, I, I tore it apart in my review. But my God, it's just you're gonna have Cobra, have Cobra. And by the way, when they're doing all the stuff, they're like, oh, we're selling weapons. Who's the one guy on Cobra that sells weapons who is not in Snake Eyes? Fucking Zartan. He's a goddamn. Oh, sorry, Destro, Destro. Destro. Excuse me, Destro. Yeah. Like he's a fucking mercenary. How is he not in this movie? This is bullshit. Baroness, okay, sure. But you need more than the Baroness, you dummies. Ugh. Yeah, they did like the Marvel's Avengers uh, girl power segment when all the women got together and started fighting. Yeah, the oh, the, 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 the forced, ugh. When it's organic, it's fine. No one has a problem with women badasses. Uh, go watch Atomic Blonde. That film oh, kicks ass. Yes, I have that. <laughs> I do too. I think it's a fantastic movie. But then it's funny you say that because we just did Mad Max. We taped Mad Max episode the other night. And that everyone's like, oh, Charlize Theron's a great action hero. No, she's not. She drives a truck. She has maybe a couple scenes, but it's not a true bona fide. Like, you know, Angelina Jolie in Salt. Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider 1 and 2. Wanted. Yeah, wanted. There you go. There's another one. Uh, Ray in Star Wars 7, 8, 9, even though those films stunk. Oh, have you but- seen uh, the latest on Netflix? The um, Was that Gunpowder Cupcake or whatever the fuck? No. Oh, is is a female lead and she's badass. I think it's the. Um, is it good? Yes, I enjoy it. But then again, you know, I got Howard the Duck and Max Payne and all that other stuff in my collection. So take that as you will. But yeah, someone I, has a I lot of disposable it. income. That's how I take that. Well, now nah, see, I, I was a thrifter, man. Because, like, I would go to pawn shops and get a lot of this stuff. You know, <laughs> people go to pawn shops to get guns. Or fucking antique swords. You're like, let me get this copy of The Cutting Edge on VHS for 79 cents. Dude, yeah, because I found a place that was like selling Blu-rays three for ten dollars. I was like, come on now. <laughs> three for ten dollars? Come on, player. And then the DVD, the Blu-rays that I would buy to replace DVDs, I would take the DVDs to the pawn shop and turn them into the pawn shop to buy more movies. <laughs> so <laughs> You know, a lot of people do the same thing, but with drugs. But I think your addiction is much, much healthier. Man, what are you talking about? <laughs> Peanut butter and cracky cakes. <laughs> but, oh, man. So we got 100 episodes in the queue. Yes, sir. You, you, you got many more lined up. Yes. Uh, you've written a whole bunch of treatments for some other properties and everything like that. Shot them as well. Like- I had I had one show I was on Amazon Prime for eight seasons. Comics watching comics. Yeah. 
Look for it on YouTube sooner or later. It's on right now. If you, if for those of you on Twitch, go to com- is it Comedy TV? I should know this. It's a whatever. Go look for comics watching comics and gutting the sacred cow on Twitch. I believe it's a comedy channel. Fuck. Yeah. Now I have to look so I make sure I give the guy. The guy does all the work, so I should do my yeah. due diligence but like, here. With with the format and everything, is rock solid. Like how you were saying and whatnot. Do you feel like this show could be the one that could sell? to someone and be a thing on television and whatnot oh without question without question we we've done a live show where we rented out a theater an amc theater and we watched the karate kid with bill and joanne uh from the morning show on compound media those two are are two of our favorite panelists and they show and they the karate kid the first one right okay and that it was perfect timing because cobra kai season three had just was about to come out or just came out we watched the movie in the theater there, and we did an episode in the theater with fans. I mean, it was only 25% capacity because of COVID, obviously, but nonetheless, yeah. people were having a fucking ball. That is the goal, to have a just go around city to city and you know do the live show there and go around from town to town to town to do it that way, as well as get picked up by a network. We could do it in, uh, on TV. Again, why the hell not? So for all you showrunners out there, hit me up, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. <laughs> But man, what was that experience like for y'all? Because that was your first live show and whatnot. So yeah, in fact, I was just on the phone with Kevin Israel about an hour ago, and we're talking about trying to get lined up for a second. It was great. Um, the thing that the the thing I was actually telling the story to uh, I was on another podcast last night. The thing that was that was kind of funny. Again, it was spread out. Again, this is right in the middle of the pandemic. It was this past January, and we had people. You know, we would you know twenty five bucks for the ticket. They would order. Thing was damn near sold out in quotes because again we had to do twenty five percent capacity. People were emailing me like, "Oh my god, I got COVID and can I get my money back? Oh my god, I got COVID, can I get my money back?" So then the night of that, whatever, whatever, it was still pretty well. You know, uh, I think we had like 40, 45 people there, all in all. And the thing that that, that threw me for a loop because we're obviously you've been to a stadium seating theater yeah. before many a time, so we watch it and then we have a table set up with speakers so the crowd can hear us and. We're to, we're doing the show, and you we're, I write show I'm writing jokes the entire time, and only if a joke killed could you hear laughter because the mask were trapping people's laughs. Oh. So I'm sitting here at the bottom, I'm like, man, I thought that was a good one. That didn't get shit. So I was talking to people at the end of the show. I go, was I just were we just kind of like hitting missing? Like no 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 no. People were laughing unless they were guffawing. You we couldn't hear it. Yeah. But if you're in the crowd, everyone was laughing like, oh, okay, that was they were they were they were laughing. So that 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 kind of threw us for a loop. But all in all, I mean, go listen to it. It's on you can download it or you know, as well, but not watch it. That's the only one we don't have on YouTube because we didn't have cameras there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I thought it went off without a hitch. We had a blast, everyone loved it. They're like, when's the next one? And go, well, you know, the whole pandemic thing, we kind of shied away from it's a pain in the ass to kind of get going. But uh, we're gonna do another one hopefully very soon. And uh would love to do these things around the country. So was was that a marketing thing just because Cobra Kai was coming out? Or is- no, it was blind, dumb luck. Like Bill and Joanne. Uh, and this is actually Joanne's choice. We, we have Bill and Joanne on separately a lot. Bill's been on like four times. So I think Joanne's been three. And I said, well, be, wouldn't it be fun to do a live show together? Like, yeah. I go, why don't you two pick one together? And Joanne goes, karate kid, fuck that movie. Go, wow, that's a perfect time to do this film. And uh, it wasn't because of that. And ironically, more even more ironically, we had uh, Bill had put me in touch with Sean Kanan, who's Sean Kanan, 
you're going to know Sean Kanan is. You're going to remember who he is in a few months when Cobra Kai season four drops. He's the bad boy of comedy, Mike Barnes in Karate Kid 3. So we had him on the show, but he did Footloose, which is funny. Mm-hmm. But it was we were kind of playing clips about you know this talking shit, and then Bill he leaves a voicemail for me to play to Bill, and it's funny. But yeah, Sean Kane's a great dude as well. He did, uh, like I said, Footloose, great episode. He uh, was more diplomatic because he works. He's still a working actor. And yeah. <laughs> when I'm, I'm I'm basically calling Sarah Jessica Parker a horse face. He's like laughing on camera, but he just can't emote the sound the laughter out he goes she must be a nice lady <laughs> okay, i gotta play the game i get you yeah so damn kevin number two i don't know if um you've seen or heard it or whatever but we did all, we all did a watch along of the next karate kid the one the lady one so that was a hoot and a ride and it was just like it, it gave you the mystery science theater vibes and everything we was just all sitting there just watching the movie together and just kind of ripping it apart as it went and whatnot. And right. That's some hilarious shit. <laughs> it is. The only thing is this though. It's just, you can't, it, it's tough to do that because people aren't going to hear you when, yeah. you when you talk. If you do that, like if you do a live show, you can't do it live because yeah. otherwise it'll just fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, yeah, we would do that as a, as, as a show show, even though again, Mystery Science Theater three three thousand did that, but it was shitty films. You know, I think, and they also did films that don't that have oh god, public domain where it's just anyone, yeah. anyone can, uh, that can do it. Right, like Night of the Living Dead, you can do. But if you do Karate Kid, you have to pay a licensing fee and all that shit, which you know we had to do with. Uh, you went around at the theater, you have to pay for the movie, which whatever. I think it was like three hundred bucks for the theater and everything like that. So, um, yeah, that would be uh that'd be a hoot. Yeah, <laughs> them. So what's next? I mean, that, that's always a, f- a famous question that a podcaster would ask another podcaster and everything. I mean, wh- what what is your vision here on out for the next hundred episodes? The next hundred are just getting big, bigger names on the podcast. So, um, well, back to the hit list thing. Who who sure. Who is your target? Who Who would you would love to get? Like I think Doug Benson, Bill Burr, oh. um, Daniel Tosh, comics especially because it's funny. I just finished um, watching um, all of Ephes uh, for Family. We have holy shit! Funny you say that. The guy who created that show, his name is Mike Price. He's also a writer for The Simpsons. We had him on twice, and that's another film. People go, "What's the film?" You're like, "Oh, this guy picked this film. He's a fucking asshole." And then you watch, you go, "Ooh." Ooh, he's right. Mike Price did Batman Begins. Okay. Sorry, no, no. I'm taking it back. Batman Returns with D- Danny DeVito and Michelle okay. Pfeiffer. Yeah. That's not hard. <laughs> you know, it's funny, but I remember loving it. I remember loving it so much. And then like, Ugh. and then he came back to do Argo, uh, Mike did. But Mike is a creator of Evis for Family. And you talk about, again, I know I'm saying this a lot. One of the nicest guys in the world. One of the nicest dudes. Shouts us out on Twitter here and there. Uh, couldn't be a cooler dude, fellow guy from Jersey as well. So, but yeah, he's a super nice guy and, uh, yeah, he created efforts for family. I'm like, Hey, go tell Bill Burr to get him on the show too. And he's like, yeah, I'll see what I can do and whatever. But, and um, he did like lit a cigarette and like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Chappelle, I mean, look, the bigger oh, name, boy. the better. I'd be great. You I, know. I would, I would fly to where you are 
to to make to watch that. I don't I don't I don't need to be on like how we are now. I w- I want to be in the room with you as you do it. <laughs> yeah. But the problem would be though, of course, for the, some of these big name guys, it's like, well, I can't go nuts on these because you know I want to work with some of these directors that did yeah. these films exactly. But, but I mean, I, like I think Pell, he, I mean, he, did yeah, he wouldn't give shit. a shit. I don't think he would give a damn. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Burr now works for fucking Disney with the Mandalorian. So he may have to curtail, but Chappelle has always been, fuck you. I'm going to smoke a cigarette wherever I want to. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but is- yeah. This, so that's part of it. Again, the live show across the country is what we want to do. Live shows and just bring up the audience. I mean, I, and I, and I did a little bit of, you know, introspective thinking, and I and I was looking at some of our download numbers, and it's like over the weekend, like the th- Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, what we do, download numbers that we got those three days, it would have taken us two months a year ago to get those numbers. So it's just like we're we're making moves, and now it's just can't stop, won't stop. I hate that saying, Jesus, what's wrong with me? But just, <laughs> but just, but just not stopping. Like we 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 don't quit. Like I won't quit. I'm a stubborn German. Kevin Israel is a stubborn, you know guy too he's we're just we know we've got a winner once you know you have a winner it's really easy to keep that momentum going and just what next how is and that's like the one thing that drives me keeps me up at night it's like what do i do next i can't be stagnant don't want to fuck up don't want to yeah. lose ground what do we do next how do we improve where do we need to improve da 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 and it, it, with social media and all that bullshit that's our weakest part of our game i mean we're great on twitter yeah. but all the other shit the marketing stuff like eh, like i'd rather just Someone say if a network, hey, we're going to pay you to do your show in our studios and you're going to make, I don't know, 250 money. grand a year. And then you're going to go do your live shows. You're going to tour and make more money there. Whatever the fuck. And I'd be like, you know what? That's life. That's it. I'm done. I'm good. I'll do this for the rest of my life and be happy. Hell yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you got a good thing going. I mean, you Thank know, you. Appreciate more, that. More more time comes. You, I mean, you'll get the live show thing off the ground because, you know, with the restrictions and everything, that'll lax up. It's, or you can just go to Florida where it's the wild, wild west, <laughs> you know, but. Well, actually, the the problem is going to be this. And we actually were starting to talk about it is that now that movies are back, they'll be doing less and less renting of theaters out. Oh, once yeah, they get the full, once and, and and movies are still for Christ's sakes. I'm, I'm I'm very angry at Paramount because they were supposed to put out Jackass four next month, which I'm dying for. They pushed that to September. Yeah, I I do it without question. I love the Jackass films. Watch Jackass two on the plane back from Vegas last week. Still laugh my balls off. Mm-hmm. Um, they pushed back Top Gun two. They pushed back Mission Impossible seven or eight or whatever. So yeah, I'm like, I'm not Fuck. worried about. I'm not worried about Top Gun. <laughs> I want to listen. I don't. I don't have much hope for it. I'm just very curious. But Mission Impossible, those shits are fucking amazing. The oh, yeah. last, especially oh, the, yeah. the last three. Fallout. Fallout is one of the best films in the last it, ten years. That, Easily that the top ten in the last ten years. Fallout is amazing. I'm like, well, I get- tell you what. I'm coming on the show and I'm gonna rip that bitch to shred. Nah, <laughs> Fallout. Good luck. I don't think I have it in me. That's that's one. You haven't asked me to come. And two, I, I couldn't I could not pick a movie that I could rip to shreds. See, there that's you see, it. that's it. I would and I would to, we would totally have you. Uh, but I need you to find a film that just draws your ire. In fact, I'll tell you a story every year. And in fact, I think we're due for it soon. Kevin Israel and I have started. We started this last year. Every year 
one of us, I mean, both of us did it, switch roles. One of us sits in the in the gutter seat and picks a film. And then we usually bring on our, you know, Bill Schultz, our buddy, to co-host. So Kevin Israel sat in the gutter's chair and he chose The Shining because he feels that is overrated as shit. Ooh. And he's right. It is overrated. It's not a horror film. Well, it's a thriller. You feel, have you seen the Dr. Sleep? You know what? I did. And I was very pleasantly surprised. It was pretty I like decent. That. I like that shit. Pretty decent. I let the kid not- watch it. And I was like, the kid got murdered. And she was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hi, yeah, you, you feel that, especially now, now that I have kids. I'm like, oh, that's oh, yeah. always a rough watch when you see the kids get killed. You're like, oh, Christ. And the other one, I sat down in the gutter's chair and I just, listen, that, I'll pat myself in the back. That was a masterclass on how to destroy a film. And the film I chose, A Christmas Story. That film okay. fucking stinks. It's awful. That. It's okay. terrible. People love it. You know why? Because you watch it repetitiously from mm-hmm. TABS and TNT putting that shit on a loop for the last month and a half of the year. And it just became Stockholm Syndrome. That film stinks. It's not funny. It's not enjoyable. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, now listen to that episode. You, that's that's a good one. Funny you mentioned that one too, because uh, right in my neighborhood, a uh, couple streets up or whatever, guy got the the freaking the leg lamp in his window. <laughs> Our buddy Bill Schultz had one in frame while I gutted that movie. Oh, I'm like, oh, Frigile. That's so hilarious. Oh, Frigile. Oh, you'll shoot your eye out. And of course, the bully with the coonskin hap, cap, excuse me. Uh, no one's going to take a ginger seriously wearing a coonskin hat as a bully. No, mm-hmm. I'd punch him right in the face. Go, I, no, I'm not buying this. <laughs> Amongst other things. The film stinks. It's horrible. Trash. Yeah. It's I mean, some some of the ones that you've mentioned, you know, over the course of this, this uh, podcast, I was just like, wow. But, you know, some of them, I'm just like, yeah, I can see that. Christmas yeah. story is one of them. I yeah. can remember. I mean, everybody remember the you know the, the taglines and the cool bits and everything, whatever. But like, I'm playing that movie back in my head right now, and I'm just like, I don't remember a lot of shit, but I remember that movie is just like not, you know, something. I'm People not love that. that with the kid. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Oh, here are two more I think that are bulletproof. Ready? Alien and Terminator Two. Oh yeah, fucking yeah, yes. Yes. No, Terminator no, 2. no one's going to have the balls to take those two on. No, I don't think so. Um, what do you think about the, the newest one? Newest the, Terminator? Yeah, Dark Fate. That was fucking awful. It was terrible. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I didn't want to see it until all the reviews are coming in. It's great. It really is great. I thought it's it was the great. next. It's, it's the best one since T2. No, it's not. And, oh, it was Ooh. bad. It was so bad and just like, oh. I mean, it, it had an agenda. It was just like, it was talking about the immigration crisis. <laughs> I mean, bring Sarah Connor back. All right, cool. But then everything else was just like, and the final battle scene. Oh, God. Yeah, it, was, it was it was a rehash of two. <laughs> thank you very much. Pretty much. Thank you very much. Three, not good, but wasn't that bad. But it breaks my... I'm going to fucking coin this. I'm going to like three people. I have a, my, my sequel theory is two part. Excuse me. You cannot have a sequel. A, when the original is an R, but you cannot make your sequel PG 13 or PG. Never, never, never works. Mm -hmm. C Terminator three, C revenge of the nerds two, C. I think police Academy four was the only one that breaks that mold. Cause I think that one's amazing. Um, And the second rule, you can't have the sequel 
10 years after the last film was released. See Indiana Jones Part 4. The only one I can think of that did do well with that. I love Tron Legacy. I think that is an I love that film. I need to it's go back and revisit beautifully, it. It's visually beautiful. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was good. But boy, when you have a sequel more than 10 years after the fact, look at Top Gun 2. I'm sure it's going to stink. But you got to keep them. Not saying you have to put them out year after, right after. You're like Nightmare on Elm Street. Want every single year exactly after that. No. Yeah. Take a few years off. Four or five years. No problem. But when you do it at 10 years or more, it loses everything. And no good. T2 to T3. That was 91 to 2003. Whoops. That ship set sail. And they're talking about doing Lethal Weapon 5. No. Thank you. Four stunk. Four is awful. Three was really bad. I forgot how bad well, three was. Four gave me Jet Lee. So I, I wasn't too upset. Don't care. It was <laughs> such pandering horse shit and just. Oh. Two by the two is the best one. I like two yeah. better than one. How about that? Yeah, I can. I love two. Two is hilarious. Two is great. But so the, so we, we, to go back to the Terminator series and everything, I dug the John Connor story. What, what they did with uh, Genesis? Salvation. 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 Okay. Oh, with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. Wasn't that bad? It was supposed to be a three. Three a three movie series, but yeah, well, it bombed, and that was the end of the director Mick G. I think that was was his guy who did that one. Yeah, and again, they made a PG thirteen. Stop! You can't do that with these films. You gotta go R. It, it's worth it. I mean, mm -hmm. shit. Look at Logan. I mean, look. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. The, the X Men films. Well, the first one stinks. X Men two is still good. Which actually, we had a guy in the podcast. His name's Task. He hates every – he wants to do every X-Men film. I go, you can't. You can't do – X-Men 3, we all know, stinks. You can't do the Wolverine films except for Logan, which we had another guy do. Mm -hmm. um, First Class is great. Days of Future Past is great. But Apocalypse mm -hmm. is trash. Yeah. And Dark Phoenix, Phoenix is a fucking manatee abortion. <laughs> Need to go. You can't tell me Apocalypse is even this. Apocalypse is not that. Apocalypse is oh, dog no. shit. No, I, 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 I begrudgingly have that. In my collection. See, there you go. See, throw that away. See, well, that, that's the thing, though. It's just like I, I have to have the set. You're a completionist. Yeah, completely, pretty much. That's why I got okay. all the Fast and the Furiouses. That's why I have all the Halloweens, all the freaking Nightmare on Elm Street, all the freaking <sighs> Friday the Thirteenth, all the freaking Maze Runners, all the Harry Potters, Maze Runners. Freaking... Oh, what are you fourteen? I, I mean, I have kids. Come on, man. Oh, that's right. Okay, you're right. Take it back. I take it back. Yeah. But and then I got like what? Oh, I just re I don't think I watched it with the kid though. I got Congo. <laughs> you remember that? That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> Amy, pretty gorilla. <laughs> the book is Crichton's books are very I mean, we all know about that. I mean, Jurassic Park, by the way, the book blows the movie away. The ending alone. Did you ever read the book or no? No, no. The book is they napalm that island and yeah. more people die. Yes. As you should. <laughs> right. Thank you. The Lost World, the movie is trash. The book is amazing. The movie stinks. The third one, you're like, ugh. The first one, Jurassic World, I dug that. I own yeah. that one. Mm -hmm. But Fallen Kingdom was fucking garbage too. Well, I, I, I like the direction that they're going. It's like the motherfucker's getting loose and what's going to happen next? <laughs> I mean, the new one comes out next year, I think, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's... <sighs> I, I, like the, I like the line of, you know... The way they line these movies up or whatever, because some 
Because, like, with the Mo- new Mortal Kombat or whatever, a lot of people, you know, bitching and complaining about it. It's like, oh, they didn't do this. Oh, this looks like this. They do the, the – I, I like it. I like – first of all, I like how it made it R. You can do real fighting and real violence and real fatalities. I, and I agree with this point. You, you had to have a tournament. There was no tournament. You had to have a tournament. Well, I mean, this film is setting up – Setting the, the stage. Game. I get it. You know, I get the, that. I and get it's that. almost like a feeler. It's just like, all right, here's a little taste. I mean, how, how do you like it? Oh, you like it? Well, here's the main core. And, and then and then they make the main character some random nobody who's not in the game like, oh, fuck you. There are a cornucopia had, of characters to choose from. Who had literal plot armor. <laughs> Did not dig that. A lot of, uh, in fact, it's funny. I was actually watching that eating dinner right before we started here. So I, it was on HBO. I go, oh, you DVR it again. Let me watch it. Mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, I, mean, but I, no, like, it. That, I oh. like it because what what the potential it has to bring us next. That's a big old stein there, it, homeboy. <laughs> it is. That's why that's why I drink my everything. People go, you drinking beer? My work Zoom meetings like, what's in there? Beer? I go, no, orange juice. What am I an animal? <laughs> oh, if they were, now, what they need to do is they need to do the same thing from Street Fighter that they did from Mortal Kombat because we're owed a Street Fighter film because that was... Oh, yes. That was a mastodon abortion. I'll change my I mean, prehistoric hey, animals. Man, Raul Julia did that for his kid, man. Come on. We can't... We yeah, and can't. then he died. Well, now you tell me what happened. I, I know. I mean, it, he did it for his kid because he was dying. <laughs> the movie didn't kill him. Come on, man. We can't do that to him. <laughs> it's, it was so bad. But yes, we need, yeah. a, we need a Street Fighter film done right. We need a Mortal Kombat film. Well, we got one. Shit, we need uh, a Double Dragon movie done, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because I actually, it's so funny. I never saw Double Dragon because it looked so bad when it came out. I go, this is gonna stink. And I never saw the Mario Brothers movie for the same exact reason. Go, why the fuck am I gonna? This looks terrible. Well, I watched the Double Dragon movie because Mark Dukakis was in it. He's a fantastic martial artist, not so much a, a great actor, but. In his later years, like currently now, he well, he's on um, the Netflix series uh, Wushu Assassins. Uh, he's in John Wick 3. So, I mean, he's having okay. a, re- a resurgence and everything. But I enjoyed Mark Dukakis because he's a badass martial artist. He was in uh, Drive, uh, Only the Strong, you know, and I, I dug his martial arts. So that's why I, okay. I, I like <laughs> Never, not familiar with the guy, but all right, that's cool. You never seen only the strong? Is that the Capoeira one? Yes, that's Mark Dukakis, the main character. I saw that. I saw that uh, a long time when ago. I was out in college, mm-hmm. and that's all I remember. Banano way. Yeah, Banano. <laughs> if anything, that's what you remember. <laughs> that's it, and that was not good. Sorry, I, I just like <laughs> to apologize. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll suffer through a film for some fights. I'll suffer through a film. For some visual effects or whatever. Well, it's, again, we did Mad Max, and you talk about visual effects. Fury Road, Mad, Mad Max Fury Road we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Visually, it's probably the most visually stunning, beautiful film, mm-hmm. my opinion, since Tron Legacy, cinematography-wise. Yeah. But the fucking action is just, it's good. There are, it's like three good scenes of fighting, and then the dialogue is so, I'm just going to spoil this episode, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But you're like, but the action, it was good, but you're not like, whoa, like you're like, holy shit, like dread. There's an example. Oh, dread. hour and a half of shit blowing up. It was great. So self aware, so fun. And I loved it. That, that's one of the very few reboots that they got right. The Otherwise, the only I don't thing reboot. that I, I, was, uh, I was clamoring for in that dread movie was double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, it's, 
The original dread with Sylvester Stallone is sitting in my Amazon cart right now. <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. I rewatched it. I go, oh. Oh, man. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the Demolition Man. But Demolition I love, Man. Well, that's a good film. Yeah, that's a good film. Excuse me. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. I like it. That, and and they are making a sequel, supposedly. They've written a sequel, which. No. No, 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 no. <sighs> Sylvester Stallone. If you want to keep making movies, he just needs to keep going down the line with the Expendables franchise, which they are making a fourth one, which I'm excited for, because I want all my childhood action heroes to come back in all these films just to wham, bam, blow up shit and kick things and just go on by the day. That's all I want. Yeah, but they're all they're all in their mid to late 60s and they're not kicking shit. I mean, hey, man, you Lundgren- see what Chuck Norris did in that film. All he did was hold guns and shoot. He didn't have to do no kicky stuff. <laughs> kicky stuff. That's that's all I need. I just need to see him. Oh, he here? Cool. That's cool. Then he can go. I mean, I, I I get to watch morbidly obese Steven Seagal try and run around and shoot people with a ponytail. That's what I'm waiting on. I am that's too. What I'm waiting on. We got to, we got to see it. So, speaking of the Expendables, I mean, that's I'm trying to think of the people that we be missing right now. So we missing Steven Seagal. Um, Van Dam. Well, no, Van Dam was in the. He was in. That's right. He was in. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was in the second one, I believe. I believe, yeah. The fact that you know that scares me. Because I, I, I like that shit. <laughs> uh, I, I, you do. <laughs> so um, we we missing uh, Seagal. We can probably throw... Mike Tyson has become an action star over the years, which I wouldn't mind them just tossing him in there. Because you got Terry Crews in there, who is not predominantly known for action films. No. So, I mean, and then... Uh, Snipes was in this, right? Snipes was in the Expendables? Snipes was in the third one. They See, broke I, him out of jail, which was ironic because he just got out of jail for the tax tax shit. evasion. <laughs> was Jet Li in this shit too? Jet Li was in all three of them, but he didn't have like a a, a big role in the third one. He just kind of like had a cameo in the beginning and he popped up at the end. Arnold was in it. I know that Bruce yeah, Willis was in, was in it. In all right, Arnold Stallone. was in all of them, but he didn't have like an active role until like the second and the third one. Yeah, because he was governor. He couldn't. You can only do a day or two on set at most, and that was yeah. it. Who the hell else are we missing? I think is that shit. I mean, they had Harrison Ford in there. They Oh my uh, god, I even never remember that he was in that. Yep. The the last one um they had uh Mel Gibson. He was the bad guy. All right. Um they added new what I like about it they they sprinkle in new newer guys too. So they had Scott Atkins in there. Um who he's a he mostly a behind the scenes guy. He's a stunt guy. But he, <coughs> you know what they need now, of course. They need the rock and Vin Diesel in these next ones. Yes. So the you know, the the rock, um Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa, which if you haven't seen Bullet to the Head, that's a pretty good movie. Is uh so Stallone and Jason thought, Momoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did see that one. Um shit. So damn. Timothy uh, Chalamet. You, if you want to sprinkle some new people in there, we need to get a uh, Maurice Crump in there, who I'll advocate for till I'm blue in the face. I don't know a lot who that of is. Don't know him, but he uh, did a lot of the stunt work for uh, not stunt work, but he trained a lot of the actors for Black Panther and okay. um, some other people that I know. Oh, so. how about Michael Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> so because he was which he did American Ultra, right? So uh, no, he's super. I don't know if he did it or not, but super bad. No, no, that's I'm super bad. I'm getting him mixed up with a uh, Eisenberg guy. Yeah, they're, they're the same. They're the same weight. Yeah, nerdy. I get those two mixed up. No, I'll, I'll, that's a hard pass. What about um, 
Nah, did Daniel Kaluuya didn't do much. Alive? Charles Bronson did, right? Oh, 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 oh. Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Need him. How do you forget Kurt Russell? Goddamn snake. Need him. Uh, I, I, I'm not an Escape from New York guy. I think it was not that good. Does not hold up. And Escape from LA is fucking what about, awful. What about Soldier, though? Never saw it. <laughs> what? Well, he. Big Trip in Little China. That's my jam. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's my shit right there. But like with him, uh, Soldier, I think what they had a. Jamie Foxx would be good, too. True. Him and Terry Crews could play off each other. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we got uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. How about the I kid who played um, Ivan Drago's kid in, in Creed 2? Yeah, him. Get a. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm trying to think of more classic ones. Yeah. But it's just like they escaping me because, I mean, a lot of them wind up being in here. Uh, shit. You I mean, could argue. You could. You could argue Affleck. He did Daredevil. He did yeah. Reindeer Games. He did one of the Jack Ryan movies. Mm-hmm. Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Cavill, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Cruise, Tom Cruise, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, that's Mother- like, that would be, I think, out of anybody that they could get, I think he will be one of the big ones. And he'd, um, be, big, he'd be the big ass. I mean, but yeah, the Tom one. Cruise, I mean, I, I make no bones about it. Tom Cruise is the most. And he can fly a jet. <laughs> yeah, he can do everything. Tom Cruise is the most entertaining actor of our time. The best actor is Daniel Day Lewis. Like, you know, when you put the, the, the X's and the O's together. Tom Cruise bats 750 in my book. The guy rarely makes a bad movie, and he's just. The mummy? I said rarely, but that's one of them, <laughs> yes. Oblivion is another. The vanilla Sky? I haven't seen it in a while. My wife owns it. I haven't watched it in fucking 20 years. But I mean, for okay, but The Edge of Tomorrow, The Mission Impossible, oh, Edge of Tomorrow, uh, Minority Report, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And War of the Worlds was good. And he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to start doing my own stunts. <laughs> And he's was he fucking 60, 59, something like that? Yeah. I mean, he's, besides he's keeping them young, so goddamn. And then the, what uh Jim Brown. Oh yeah, from Running Man. He was in Running yeah. Man. So we get him. We get the um, How about the guy who played Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> now you're just being silly. I am. <laughs> Weird El Yankovic from UHF. Remember him? No. Yeah. Um, motherfucker. I think we pretty much exhausted. Yeah. Every. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have. Because, I mean, other than that, we can only start getting um, stunt people and, like, the uh, the whole Asian cast and crew from all the raid movies. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What about Jackie Chan? We missed him. Oh, fucking and, right. uh, and, and motherfucking Ip Man. Yeah, Donnie Yen. God Donnie damn. Yen. We missed those two. As soon as you said that, I forgot about those two dudes. Yep. And how Donnie dare I? Yen. Donnie, Yen, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Donnie Yen being the bad guy. He was great in Rogue One. Yeah, I am the force, and the force is me. With me. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> if uh speaking of Donnie Yen, I got a movie recommendation for you. It's a movie called Flashpoint. I've heard of this, I think. And I don't know if it's on a streaming service that I could think of right now, but I mean it's Worth the rent is worth the buy, and he whips all the ass, <laughs> <laughs> all the ass. Like, hey, hey, ass, Whoopsh. whipping it, whipping, whipping all of it. I'm with you. I, I smell so. what the rock is cooking. Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's another guy you can have in this. He was in the first one. Well, shit. 
Mm-hmm. See, and that's what I'm saying. It's just like you can think of these things, and they 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 have a good because they're making a fourth one. I'm trying. I'm interested to see who they're gonna put in the fourth. One. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. No. <laughs> I didn't like that movie. I didn't see the new Space Jam because I don't want to. <laughs> Kids. You can make and, it show, show also, the Jordan also, version. That's my excuse as well. I was like, yeah, I, I just I don't I've heard too many people tell me it's so bad. Don't even give your don't even give them the hour and a half credit. And I have HBO Max. It's like why why bother? Yeah. So this this is my my point of contempt with that movie. It's just like Oh, here's one for you from the nineties. Maybe Christian Slater. Yeah, Nick Cage. Did. That yet yeah, see that's an that's another one that 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 they haven't had. He's he's been Con Air, goddamn Snake Eyes, freaking uh, Gone the Rock. In sixty seconds, The Rock. Yeah, all these recent. I just watched um the Wonderland joint with all the fucking animatronics that came to life and shit. Didn't see that uh, one. It's one of those crazy Nick Cage movies. I think all of them are crazy. Mandy, that was bon- that was bonkers, Mandy. If you he saw did that not line. speak a line of dialogue throughout the whole movie. Not yep. one. Well, that's what happens when you have uh, eight castles and you're going through bankruptcy. You say yes to everything, dialogue or not. True. But on that note, I think this is where we put a pin in it, sir. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I think we, we we I think we've conquered uh because we conquered we the movie casting the show. Just trying to put people in the expendables. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting notes from like Gilbert Gottfried. Why didn't you mention me for the Expendables? <laughs> Hilarious. You know what? Let Gilbert Gottfried know where he can f- find all. Let Gilbert Gottfried know. Let everybody know where they can find y'all on social media and everything that you got going on. <laughs> you can find us on no, gutting you Gilbert Gottfried voice. Come on. Oh, I, I'm not gonna listen. I want my message to go out clearly so people don't fuck it up guttingthesacredcow.com. Why? Many reasons. One, we have a page dedicated to all of the links to your podcast platforms. If you're you're not on iTunes, no sweat. We're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, whatever the fuck else there is out there, we're on it. We're also on YouTube, so there's no excuses there. We also have every day, Kevin Israel and I have articles for you, blogs. My favorite one, that's, that's called That Doesn't Happen, where we watch movies, of course, and we see things that screenwriters try putting into the script as like a regular everyday occurrence, but you're like, no, that doesn't happen. Perfect example, Terminator 2, okay, where John Connor pulls down the windshield, uh, the visor, and the spare keys drop in his lap. Yeah, no one puts their spare keys in that. That doesn't happen. That's just that a movie trope. Right. Thank you. So we do that. We talk about the movies that we've watched. We do uh, movie news. We do movie quotes. We're big on movie quotes. We do trailer talk is where we watch a trailer and go, and we're going to give our opinion. Is it going to be success or is it going to suck? So guttingthesacredcow.com. Every day is articles that you can read while at a red light or taking a shit or pretending to be working. One of those, sorry. And of course, we have a merch shop on guttingthesacredcow.com. Hats, bags, mugs, t-shirts, hats, long sleeve shirts, you name it. We fucking have it. Guttingthesacredcow.com. Is where everything is now. Social media, Facebook, we're on, of course. GTSC podcast on Twitter, gutting the sacred cow on TikTok, Instagram. We could use help on Instagram. Our numbers stink on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, gutting the sacred cow.com has everything, but GTSC podcast, Twitter, gutting the sacred cow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and hell, even Tumblr. Yes, Tumblr. I don't know why, but we're there and hey, me too. getting 
Oh, there you have it. And uh, if you want to advertise with us, or if you just want to drop by and say hi and whatnot, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. Drop us a line. And last but not least, if you like what you're hearing, if you listen to the podcast, you know, God damn it, these guys are fucking spot on their game. And we are. Mm-hmm. Go to your podcast platform. Leave us a five-star rating and a two or three sentence review. We really appreciate that shit. We really, truly do. Everybody that helps us in the algorithm. Uh, and I'll share with you a review we got just the other day. The guy g- gave us three stars. Why? Because he was having trouble downloading the podcast from Apple. So but that was like on stars. you. That was Apple. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So you we got ding two Apple. stars. You should have went to the Apple uh, app review thing and reviewed the Apple app, not your shit. Yeah, he should have, but he didn't. So I screenshot and go, let's talk Josiah, because that was his name. Josiah, let's have a talk. Shouldn't your bone of contention be with Apple and not us? I don't know. <laughs> Give us a rating on that. Guttingthesacredcow.com, like I said. Guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to advertise or say hi. And KevinGoatee.com if you're a fan of NFL bets. I'm 12 and 6 this, excuse me, 14 and 6 this year against the spread. Having a monster? Yeah, so far so good. Knock on wood. Knock on wood if you're with me, as John Gruden says, right? Uh I do my picks also on Instagram, Kevin Goatee, where my daughter eats a cookie or a piece of chocolate while I give my picks. She's the cutest goddamn thing you've ever seen. So if you enjoy kids eating sweets while me giving my picks and my logic behind it, well, Kevin Goatee on G-O-O-T-E-E dot com, as well as on Instagram, the C said, I call her the cookie monster. So there you have it. Work. That's what my sister-in-law calls me. The cookie monster? Yes, because I went to her house and literally ate all the cookies in the cabinet. <laughs> what cookies were they? Um, I think it was the E.L. Fudge ones. Those are good. I know. I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you twice. If you were to say some bullshit like oatmeal raisin, go, well, this conversation really is over because those are some garbage-ass cookies. Well, I've had, uh, since living here in Houston, I've had the greatest oatmeal raisin cookie I've ever had in my entire life. And it's sold on the other side of town and every time i find an excuse to go on the other side of town i stop by there and i get a motherfucking cookie <laughs> that's well you found him yeah he i was actually i was, I was to say i was in your town uh back in may mm-hmm. and oh my god what's that mexican place i went to it's the fucking greatest i've ever had it's a chain though um uh, taco cabana nope it's not taco bell no they do fajitas amazing it's it's everything about it was amazing what? Lupe Lupe tortillas Lupe tortillas. Oh, okay. That shit was bonkers, fucking good. Yes. Hey, I'm mean, not. Nah, nah, I haven't run across it. I've been hitting up like a uh, Pollo Loco and all kinds of things like that. But never had. I, like, I was. I was. Amazed. Listen, in the north here, in I'm I'm right outside New York City, in uh, in North Jersey. We don't have the Mexican that you have down there. We have the steaks and all that. We have the pizza. We don't have mm-hmm. the Mexican food like you guys do. We fully admit that. And uh, I did Whataburger for the first time down your neck of the woods. Good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not as great as people were trying to tell me it was. I will still take five guys uh, over that not, um, as well. They're, you're, you're, the Whataburger fries are decent. They're better than Shake Shack fries. They're not as good as five guy fries. They're not as good as McDonald's fries. The burgers are very good, but not mm-hmm. again. People are trying to tell me it's better than In-N-Out Burger. Eh, I'm not going to go that far. It's good. But it's you know, In-N-Out Burgers are amazing. Um, blanking on it. Five Guys burgers are amazing. The fries are amazing at Five Guys. The shakes are amazing at In-N-Out. Uh, but the fries at In-N-Out are trash. They are terrible. 
Did you terrible fries? I don't know if you was here in season for it or whatever, but they had a Dr. Pepper shake at Whataburger and that shit. I hate Dr. Pepper, so that's never going to come across my radar. Very very well. I'm sorry to waste your time. (laughs) (laughs) No time. Listen, if my my wife loves Dr. Pepper, I will tell her that if we ever go to Texas together. Very well. 10 out of of 10. (laughs) I, I believe you. I'll tell her that. But once again, you've been a guest of the Random Rams with Rob, and you always know the door is open. This is like your third or fourth time here. So thank you, sir. Appreciate the uh, the opportunity as always. Uh, and uh, shit, we'll see we'll see y'all motherfuckers next time. <laughs> see you motherfuckers next time. Yeah, tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B Rob turned me on to this stuff, and I tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas Garden farmers and markets and it's some good shit i tell you what try the smoke and sweetness or you can try hoppy's favorite the mad cow which is a nice peppery slap in the face one taste and you'll be hooked hooks rubs and spices